0: Hey, what's up everyone and welcome to a new edition of That Remote Live podcast where every Monday I'll be sharing with you the top news from the past week in the world of remote work and the digital nomad movement. These are outtakes from my weekly newsletter, Remote Insider, which helps you become the most informed remote worker in your friend group so you never again have to feel like you've been living under a rock. If you want to get the full scoop, head over to thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider and subscribe. I send out my newsletter every Monday morning. It's completely free, and it's been called mandatory reading by other subscribers. If you like this podcast, I guarantee you will love the newsletter. Again, that link is thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider, all one word. One final quick note before we dive in, I'd like to personally invite you to join our TRL listener Slack channel, which you can find at thatremotelife.com forward slash Slack. This is something new that I'm launching as a way to connect with listeners of the show like you. In our Slack channel, you'll be able to have direct contact with me, meet other listeners of this show passionate about the future of work, the digital nomad lifestyle, and entrepreneurship. And we'll be putting together events and Q&As with some of our biggest podcast guests to dive in even deeper with them. Access to the Slack channel is completely free. And again, that link is thatremotelife.com forward slash Slack. I would love to see you in there. Now, let's jump into the news for this week. First up, looking for a remote job, you better be careful because fraud is on the rise. Remote work has resulted in great life improvement for many people, but that doesn't mean that there are no downsides. One of these downsides is that many people don't yet know how to properly vet potential workers, or if you're looking for a job, vet the company hiring. Currently, scams exist on both sides of the hiring process. People looking for a new remote job are being scammed by the company hiring where they believe they've just landed a new remote job and during the onboarding process, they're being asked to purchase work-related supplies they will need for the new job from a specific website and they're told that they will be reimbursed for the purchase later. But you guessed it, that reimbursement never comes. Instead, they get ghosted and left with a large expense on their credit cards. On the other side, companies are being scammed in a variety of different ways by hackers who are trying to gain access to their client lists or even business bank accounts. So if you're out there looking for a new remote job or you're a company looking to hire, make sure you're doing your due diligence and thoroughly vetting prospects. When possible, try to go through a hiring platform that checks both the company's advertising jobs And the people they're allowing to apply for those jobs, like my friends over at dynamitejobs.com, for example. Up next, a new Fed study found that 60% of the pandemic era home price increase was fueled by the rise of remote work. To keep the economy going during the pandemic, the Fed slashed mortgage rates to a record low, making it easy to buy a house. However, at the same time, remote work was taking over and completely rewriting the way our work and our lives intersect. Millions of people realized that they were living where it was easy for them to work, not necessarily where they wanted to live. And this inspired many Americans who are now unshackled by remote work to move and buy homes in new areas. Researchers found that for every percentage point that remote work increased, home prices increased by 0.9 points. All this is to say that we are entering a new stage of American real estate in which remote work will play an important role. Even when you consider the design of homes, since many new homes are being built with remote work in mind. For example, instead of using a spare bedroom as an office, floor plans are being designed with at least one dedicated home office in mind to accommodate people working from home. Moving on to our main point, the story that I want to talk about today the most concerns the four day work week. In a recent Quartz piece, Amy Freeland Johnson, the chief people officer at sales enablement company Highspot, wrote about why they decided to implement a four-day work week and how it has affected their company and results. After learning that their employees were struggling with burnout from the lack of work-life boundaries created by remote work, Highspot decided to institute a three-day weekend once a month. Each month, they asked all employees to take a designated Friday off, adding 12 extra days off to their existing unlimited paid time off policy, which they dubbed Recharge Fridays. They immediately saw a shift in their employees' productivity, energy, and morale, which continued throughout the year. This was validated by their annual company-wide survey. Results showed nearly a 10% improvement in response to the question, does HighSpot motivate me to go beyond what I would in a similar role elsewhere? They also saw a 5% increase in their employee engagement which is a measure of people's connection and commitment to the company and its goals. If you're wondering how this policy affected Highspot's revenue, you may be surprised to hear that even though their employees were technically working less, Highspot surpassed its revenue projections for the year after instituting this new policy. At the end of the day, values are the new salary. In fact, more than half of U.S. employees said that they would be willing to take a pay cut to work at a company that shared their values. So if you're seeing your employees suffering from burnout, consider test piloting a three day weekend once a month like high spot. You may be surprised to see your revenue increase. And if you're an employee at a company that does not share your values and are considering leaving, you are not alone. The good news is there is a company out there that matches your values and that you'll be happier to work for. But that's it for this week's installment of Remote Insider. Don't forget that this is just a small slice of what we talk about every week. So if you want to learn more about these topics and much more, head over to thatremotelife.com forward slash remote insider and subscribe. It's the easiest way to become an informed remote worker and digital nomad so you're never the last person to learn about developments in this space. And best of all, it's completely free. That's it for me. I will see you later this week for our TRL featured interview. Until then, have an amazing week.